0: This is the All Local from 1010 Winds.
1: I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. Just four days to go now till the election. Both candidates for New York governor are here in the city today. Governor Hochul was at the Barclay Center subway station this morning greeting voters. Our Christy Kalisian was there. Governor Kathy Hochul met New Yorkers where they were on the Friday before Election Day, the subway.
0: That's pretty cool, like just coming out the train and being able to speak to her and let us know what, you know, the new things that she's going to be doing, especially for the schools. You know, my son is in school. Jocelyn and her son shook hands and took
1: pictures with the governor like most who were running to work. Others kept on their rush, saying no to pamphlets her team gave out and unsurprisingly said no to an interview. This is one of many stops for the governor who's touring around the city and state Friday. And Joan, who works at Brooklyn Hospital, was hoping she'd add one more stop. Just wanted her to stop by and say hello to the workers. Remember, we worked through the pandemic, so it would have been great for her to stop by and, you know, really show appreciation. Early voting has already started in the city. Christy Kalishian, 1010 wins on 923 FM outside the Barclay Center. Republican Lee Zeldin is at the Pier 45 in Lower Manhattan that was the site of the rape of a jogger yesterday. We're just in of the man who made threats against synagogues in New Jersey being identified and taken into custody. Let's get the latest details from a synagogue in Teaneck. Our Glenchuck is there for Newsline.
0: In a written statement, Governor Murphy saying, while this specific threat has been mitigated, we will remain vigilant. Rabbi David Levy of the American Jewish Committee on Newsline. They did say that in their determination, the threat has been mitigated. And yet they are going to uh, keep a high level of security up, as I believe most synagogues will be doing. This morning, I spoke with Rabbi Chaim Strachler, the congregation Renat Yisrael.
1: And uh, we always recognize that life is finite, and that we're here for only so many hours, so many days. Uh, looking as a country now, what we what we face is we always face challenges, and somehow God gets us through. We get each other through.
0: Glenn 10 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Teaneck, New Jersey.
1: And the FBI, by the way, just releasing a statement saying they would like to remind you to remain vigilant if you observe suspicious activity reported to law enforcement immediately. And Governor Murphy has also released a statement saying he is grateful to the FBI and the Office of Homeland Security. The man arrested for yesterday's rape of a jogger in a lower Manhattan park has been linked to two other sexual assaults. Police suspect 29-year-old Carl Fainer also attacked a woman in the same spot in Hudson River Park back in March. And he might be the same guy who attacked a woman on the east side last month. Gabriel Sumpkin, a jogger who stopped to help the victim was shaken up herself. You hear about these attacks happening and until you actually experience it or, you know, you're a secondhand witness like I was, it makes it much more real. Police tracked the suspect down when he tried to use the latest victim's credit card at a Target in Manhattan. Cops arrested Feyner yesterday at the Port Authority bus terminal just as he was trying to get on a Greyhound. The 43-year-old victim in yesterday's attack is still in the hospital in stable condition. A deadly shooting in the lobby of a building in Brooklyn. But what's unusual is this man was masked and armed. Police found him with gunshot wounds to his torso last night. Just after 10.30, the 29-year-old was wearing a mask, armed with a 9 millimeter in the lobby of the apartment building he lived in, Ocean Parkway near Avenue P. He was rushed over to Momoynady's Medical Center, but did not make it. Four suspects are on the loose. An old fear of Halloween candy is resurfacing a 13 year old girl found a razor blade inside a candy bar she got trick or treating on Long Island. Let's get details in this live report from our Sophia Hall. Sophia.
0: And you know, no trick or treat fun in games for a 13 year old Satankit girl. Like you said, police say after going door to door on Halloween, she traded candy with other students at P.J. Galinas Junior High School and inside a Three Musketeers bar. The teenager found a razor blade. The girl, luckily, was not injured. And I asked police, and they have not heard of an incident like this in a very long time. The students went trick-or-treating in Setauket and Stony Brook. A warning is being put out there to make sure you check your candy before eating it. How did this girl notice it? Well, she noticed that the bar looked a little bit larger than it should, so she broke the bar in half, and that's when she found the razor blade.
1: And Sophia, what are police telling parents to do now?
0: Police are telling parents, check every candy. Uh, look inside. If something doesn't feel right or look right, open it up and make sure it's okay, especially in the Setauket and Stony Brook area. They're also looking for other victims out there because there could be another you know, teenager or child who got a similar candy bar with a razor blade in it.
1: All right, definitely a time to be careful. Sophia Hall for us live from Long Island. Sophia, we thank you. Fire inspectors have now determined what caused a deadly fire in the Bronx last weekend. The marshals say the deadly blaze was started by a damaged power strip in the home. Three children and one adult were killed in the fire on Quimby and Castle Hill Avenue, 6 a.m. Sunday morning. All four members of one family, a 22-year-old man, his 10-month-old baby girl, and his two kid brothers, ages 12 and 10. Today marks six years since Sergeant Paul Tizzolo was killed in the Bronx in the line of duty. This morning, Police Commissioner Sewell and Mayor Adams went to the 43rd Precinct to honor the sergeant and promote two officers for their work that day. Let's get details for Newsline from our Darius Radzius.
0: It was a bittersweet emotional promotion of two officers here at the 43rd Precinct. Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell presented Elwin Martinez his new shield.
1: Today you are being promoted detective specialist
0: followed by Arvid Flores now sergeant supervisor detective squad both credited for ending a gun battle in 2016 with a man who was holding his estranged wife and son hostage the suspect opened fire on police killing sergeant Tuzolo Martinez then a police recruit shot the suspect dead
1: every single day we are asked to do what others will not that is true today as it was true 6 years
0: ago today. Darius Radzi is 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM in the Bronx. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic and weather tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.